As a born-again believer, you have the DNA of Jesus. Be ready to be activated and launched into your identity as kings. Receive impartation to succeed in life. Recover your ordained sphere of influence. Receive strategies to unlock wealth building for your family and advance the kingdom on earth. Be initiated into the lost tribe of kings, rising to reign and rule alongside the King of Kings. Learn more about how you can connect with us by visiting our website, kingsandwealth.com. Again, our website is kingsandwealth.com. Hello, Kings. I welcome you to the Third Kings and Wealth Conference. I welcome you to the Third Kings and Wealth Conference Online 2020. This is so exciting. My gosh, this is so exciting. I mean, like, just the last few minutes, I have people still, still writing in, texting us, wanting to sign up. We have just new signups in the last 15 minutes from Canada, from the U.S. And, um, you know, it's been such a journey. It's been such a journey. I just want to welcome each and every one of you for taking the time today. You're going to be with me. You're stuck with me, Y.E. Schmidt, for seven to eight hours. Hopefully, we get the extra hour here in the studio. I booked the studio for seven hours. But anyway, I am so excited. I'm so excited. This is not like a show show. This is more like a, you know, this is, this is a gathering. This is a gathering of kings. And some of you, I already known you for quite some time because I'm so excited that so many that were there in Frankfurt last year, you are here today. Oh my gosh, you know, this is, this, is, this is the vision that the Lord has for us, that you, each and every one of you, if you respond, if you've been responding to my call, you have been called to be a king, and that's why you are here. It's not just about money, it's not just about wealth. God has such a big vision for us, you and me, to carry out, to implement, to execute for his people, for his kingdom, and for this planet, for this world. I mean, I, I just, I'm just so excited, I can't even contain myself. Well, you guys know me a little bit. If you have watched my lives, you know how I just go on and on and on. But anyway, I want you to get yourself ready. I want you to get your notes ready. You've got, got my, our slides. We've sent out the slides already. Yes, I was working till 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah, trying to get the slides out, get the slides done because I've got so much new stuff. And um, so you've got, please just get your, this is a time of intense learning. This is a time of intense learning. It's not just information, it's revelation, and it's fresh, fresh, fresh. And uh, I want you to be part of this. I want you to be digesting it. I want you to be applying it. I want you to, I want you to come next year and then, and then tell us great things about what God has been doing in your life. So uh, let me just tell you a little bit about myself. I am Y.E. Schmidt. My name is Y.E. Schmidt, and I was born in Singapore. Yes, 51 years ago. Today is uh, my birthday. I, you know, I pick this because I just really wanted to use this day, this day to honor Jesus Christ. That, that is the reason behind this, that I picked this day so that I know that this day, instead of talking about me, I'm talking about him, I'm talking about his people, I'm talking about you, I'm talking about kings, and I'm talking about his kingdom. So I was born 51 years ago, this day, in Singapore, and my journey has been very long. If you have been following me for a while, you can look up my old website, Everyday Evangelist, where I spent years right here in Frankfurt reaching out to people on the streets, praying for them, 
um, you know, praying for healing for them, what's all sorts of stuff, getting people saved. So that has been my ministry for a few years until the Lord said, why is time for you to change, to change the focus of your ministry? Now, why did he say that? Because I was also an attorney for 10 years. I was also an attorney for 10 years. And that is really part of me, part of my heritage, part of my DNA, doing business, being in the corporate world, and doing really excellent work. That's part of me. And so the Lord has been saying, you and my late husband, Mario, we have been so blessed with so many things in our lives. And not just things, we've been so abundantly blessed. It is time for me to just, just teach people in the body of Christ, his other sons and daughters, and anybody that will learn, anybody that's hungry to learn about God's ways and how to succeed, it is time to just democratize that. Can I say that? Is it okay to say that? I'm gonna say it is time to democratize success. It shouldn't be a taboo subject anymore. It shouldn't be a taboo subject. It should be something that's available for every son and daughter, every born again believer that is really, that is hungry and willing to learn the ways of God. Because you know what? We have been moving further and further away looking at tradition instead of just looking at God's word. And that's what I'm about. I'm here to deliver a foundational blueprint for your identity as kings and to build wealth for the kingdom. And I just wanna give you a little story about how I started. Um, not only was I born in Singapore 51 years ago, I had a very modest background. We were broke, we were poor. There was abuse in my family. There was uh, a lot of poverty. Um, won't go too much into it right now, but yes, I didn't grow up wealthy, rich, privileged, entitled. In fact, I grew up as an outlier, disenfranchised, with very little to, you know, very, very little to, to live on. Um, but I look back at how God has brought me through this journey. Nobody's gonna be able to stop me from saying how great God is and what he's done in my life and in the lives of my, of my family members. And let me just start a little bit, not too far back. Um, I started as an attorney in Hong Kong at the age of 24. I'm originally from Singapore, but I moved to Hong Kong when I had the opportunity. I jumped at it because as a young attorney, as a beginner attorney, I could uh, make three times as much as an attorney in Singapore. So I had the opportunity, I jumped at it. I was a brand new believer at that time, you know, very little foundation. Um, life was very exciting, but also my foundation as a Christian was not really built at the time, which is all okay, but uh, it gave me a lot of a lot of, how would I put it, um, a lot of hunger to do well in life. And um, I lived in a really tiny apartment. When I say tiny, the apartment was so small. It was a 100 square foot apartment in Hong Kong. And a 100 square foot apartment in Hong Kong with no windows, hardly any, maybe like a little hole above the, the kitchen sink. That was all I had. I mean, there was no kitchen, there was a kitchen sink. And um, it was, I would say, five times smaller than this entire 
stage here, this studio stage. Guys, can you just give a wide angle shot so that everybody can see how big this studio is? Okay, yes, I can see that right now. Yeah, that's right. So anyway, look at this. This, this is like, yeah, about, about five times, four to five times bigger than my first apartment in Hong Kong as a very young attorney when I was 23, 24 years old, right after I got baptized, moved to Hong Kong. And um, I lived there for a whole year. I lived there for a whole year. So, you know, it was so small that if I'm taking, if I'm, pardon my language, if I'm, you know, sitting on the potty, I can also shower at the same time. It's that small, okay, it's that small. and. Um, it gave me a great experience about working hard because that means like 16, 14 hours of hard work. It's, that's normal for me back then. But I want to let you know that this hasn't been handed to me. I'm also not somebody that prays for a miracle and then the Lord just drops it in my lap. There's so much more to it. There's so much more to the success story. And I really want to draw you in to really look at the word, to get into a close relationship with God, and to show you how much he has already laid up for you. So let's just jump right in. So guys, thank you for your time again. We're gonna start the Kings and Wealth teaching. If you have any questions, I'll try my best to see if I can answer it. I can't promise you because we have a five-hour session, well, four-and-a-half, five-hour session just for this webinar. And, um, but if there's some pressing question, please go ahead in the chat room. Annette will, will, will let me know. I've got, I'm all connected here. And um, you know, if there's a burning question in the middle of all of this, you can, you can uh, uh, type it into the chat or Annette will let me know, and then I'll try my best to, to answer it. If not, please forgive me, write down your question, and then we can always find time, because we have such a diverse audience. Um, so a lot of you, I, I don't really know, this is the first time you're with us, I'm very excited. Many of you are also, you've, you've been with me two, three times already, so, and I know, you know, in some things you're even further than I am, so you already know a lot of this stuff. But I think it's not, it's just one thing to know, it's another thing to get testimony out of theory. It's another thing to apply. And so uh, the, the point I'm trying to make is, some of you already know a lot of this stuff, so I tend to talk very fast as well. And some of you may not be very familiar with some of the concepts that I'm gonna talk about. Just take down your notes, take down your questions. If we cannot cover, if I cannot clarify any of your, your questions today, let's find time to do it another time, okay? It is so important that you get this stuff. It's so important. I don't want you to be spending seven hours with me and then walking away like nothing happened. Now, I, I, I didn't do ministry just to, just to put my name out there. I want you to be transformed because God wants you to be transformed because you have a lot of work to do for Jesus and his kingdom because you are a king, okay? Guys, you are a king. All right, come on, let's start now. Kings and wealth. Now, I'm not afraid to say it, and I know some of you have already started on the king's journey. It is a very high call. 
Most people are just freaked out when I talk about this. Most people are just freaked out. What do you mean king? What? It is a very high call. You are called to be a king. You are called to be a leader. And it takes courage. Uncommon courage. And you have to swim upstream all the time. All the time. It's lonely. It's lonely. This is the reason why I'm gathering us as a tribe. Why do I call it a tribe? In fact, I think it is a lost tribe. I don't think people talk about, there are successful people in church. Most churches, you don't see them very much. But the idea, the concept of saying, this is my identity and this is what God has given me and I'm a king, that you don't hear that much. You don't hear that much, but you know what? It is totally biblical. It is totally biblical. And yet it's, it's, time, it's time for a change. It's time for an uncovering, an uncovering, a recovery of a lost tribe. So kings, here we go. Now in 2018, I had what I call the Launchpad Visions. I'm gonna go into a lot of detail. Those VIPs here, you're gonna get my book, ebook next week. It's being cleaned up right now. So I'm, in 2018, I had three visions. I remember the first article I wrote about wealth was in January 2018. And there was so, there was so much resonance. There was so much resonance to, to that particular article. I wrote, I wrote about transfer of wealth. And I was like, wow, what's happening? You know, it's like I touched a nerve in January 2018. Um, I had some, I had, a, I had a dream regarding some stock market numbers. And I knew I had to write about it. I knew the Lord had a message for me in those numbers. So I put out the article, it got published, got picked up by Elijah Liz, got picked up by Charisma, and I had a lot of response to that. Um, but right after the day, right after the day that article was published, the dream that I had was just crazy. Another dream, I had, another, I had a, a vision, I'm sorry, this is, let, let, me, let me clarify, I'm not a dream person, please don't start writing in to me and telling me, asking me to interpret your dreams, I am not, I'm, it's not my thing, please go to Annette Pacheco for that, she's wonderful at that, <laughs> she's, gonna, she's gonna shoot me now. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, listen, I had a dream, but then later on I had visions. Okay, let's clarify. I'm a vision person. I'm a vision person. Yeah, old men dream dreams. I'm a, vis I'm a young person. I'm still a young person. I'm going to call that over myself. I prophesied that over myself today that I had visions. I had a vision of Jesus with a whole bunch of crowns in his hands. And he was standing before like a huge, massive crowd, a huge, massive crowd. And what he was doing, he was like throwing crowns. He was throwing crowns. So let me just come here and, and demonstrate a little bit what I saw. So anyway, let me just get, he was, Jesus had a whole bunch of crowns in his hands. And what he was doing, he was throwing all these crowns out to this big mass of people, big mass of people. And many of them were petrified. They were petrified. 
They didn't pick up the crowns. A lot of them just kept dodging, you know, fearful of those crowns. And a lot of them just let the crowns just fall onto the mud and the soil. They couldn't. They couldn't. They were just frozen in fear, you know, and uh, they didn't touch those crowns that Jesus was throwing at them. But there were a few, a few. What they did was they just lunged ahead and grabbed the crowns that Jesus was throwing. And then they kept picking up crowns and more crowns like candy. Falling out of a, a piñata. Moms, you know what I mean. So, that was the first vision that I had. Now, what does that mean? The Lord was saying a lot of people in the body of Christ have got an amazing calling. God has reserved for you a huge calling to be a leader, to be a strategic leader, to be a king, to really succeed. But you are too afraid because you feel unworthy. You feel unworthy to take up the call. And that's why there were all these people, most people actually, dodged the crowns. And then fast forward in September 2018, I went to Israel with David Herzog's tour group. And that was life-changing for me, going to Israel for the first time. And there was like, I just saw so many visions, open heaven, open heaven visions. And then he gave me the, the second and the third visions relating to this particular call. I saw when I was standing at the, what they call the Western Wall, the Western Wall or, or the Wailing Wall or something where a lot of people are there. You know, I was putting my hands, I remember I was putting my hands on the wall. And as I put my hands on the wall, it was like so fast, I just saw a huge line of kings. There was music going on, it was like a procession, it was like a parade, it was like an ancient type of of procession and parade, you know, like the one where David was saying he was dancing and there was music and all that kind of stuff. And so there were all this line of kings just coming forward, coming forward and, and taking and being crowned. And I call this the coronation. And then this is, it was so beautiful, but that scene, that, that switched really quickly into a complete different image. And suddenly I saw this huge battlefield and there were many kings, and it was bloody. And every king was battling and fighting and battling and fighting, and it was bloody. It was bloody. When I got to Beth El in Israel, we were told to lie down flat on the, flat on, on the ground and just, just let the Lord speak to us. He has individual messages, whatever he had for us individually. So I did as I was told. I put my... I laid my, my head down on a flat piece of rock. And then before I knew it, it was like, wham, bam. So many visions, so many images just came, came to me. And I saw that I was standing next to Jesus. And again, a long line of people, a long line of kings coming towards Jesus. Coming towards, in fact, a huge temple. I was with Jesus on the top of the staircase of this temple. And this temple was gold, solid gold. The stairs were solid gold. 
and all the kings were coming, a huge long line, and they were, they were dripping in oil, dripping in gold, and they were just coming towards us, each one coming, going up the stairs, and taking from us, and I was helping Jesus distribute that, taking from us blueprints. And then that image just switched really quickly, very quickly again. The vision switched again, and this time around, I saw like pitch black darkness, like the corner of the studio over here, just black. And, and out of in, right in the middle of that darkness, I saw hands, hands just, just moving real quickly, fingers moving really quickly, fingers on a, on a calculator. And the Lord was saying, it is time for blueprints to be released. It is time for hidden riches to be released. But there's a lot of battles that have to go on. The kings have to fight. The kings have to recover the territory. Now friends, if this is all new to you, like the, if this has got a Christian setting, if, if you are not familiar with all this, it is all right. I'm very thankful you're here and this is, might be a little bit different for you. I just am thanking you for being here and just taking in this information. And let us sit, sit, sit with you for a while, okay? And um, so these are what we call prophetic visions in Christian circles. Now, I want to go straight into what I think the Lord has revealed to me through all these three visions. Then he just gave me a lot of, I would say, powerful information yeah, epiphanies, in, in, in Christian circles we say uh, revelations, but really stuff that are like aha moments, just illuminating the way I think and, and the information that I need to give out so that it will be life-changing for you right to your very core. Now, why, why do I keep calling you a king? It is because you are designed to be one. Now, we're going to be studying all these different things for all these different topics. This will be the first part, the king's part. King's core design, mandate and traits. We're going to look at roles, identity. Kings are stewards. Kings are servants. Kings are priests and priests are kings. Now, th there's so much there. I'm so excited. I hope we have enough time for it today. <laughs> okay. Now, like I said, I really welcome some of you here. Some of these Christian concepts might be new to you. Don't worry too, about, too much about it. We'll find a time, we'll sort it out together, but let me just go right in and explain, and then let's see how far you can go with, with all these concepts, okay? Now, guys, we have the DNA of Jesus in our new spirit being. When you become a born-again Christian, when you say yes to Jesus, what happens is you become a new spirit being, okay? And then what happens is you become what we say born again. And from the time you're born again, friends, kings, you already have the DNA of Jesus deposited inside of you. Why do I say that? Genesis 1, 26 to 27, it says, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let us make men in our image according to our likeness. That was God's command right at the very beginning, even before the fall happened. 
When I say the fall, it means the time when Adam and Eve decided to take the bait that was presented to them by Satan in the form of a serpent. And since then, for we Christians, we believe since then, that was the degeneration. And it explains why the world it is the way it is today. Okay, it's my evangelist side coming out right now. But anyway, let's go back to the scripture. Romans 6, 4 to 5. Now, this is in Romans. We have been united in the likeness of his death and resurrection. This is the verse that is in Romans 6, 4 to 5. We have been united in the likeness of his death and resurrection. It ties with, in with we have his image, we have his likeness. And this word united is really important because in English, sometimes we say things and we don't really, either don't really mean it because we hear it so much. It just goes over our head. We say united, yeah, 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 yeah. But no, the word united here actually means in Greek, symphutos. Hope oh, I'm saying it right, but symphutos, symphutos. Okay, and this word literally means born together, joint origin, grown together, planted together. So in the spiritual dimension, you and I, we are the same as Jesus. You know why? Because we have been united, joined, grown together, planted together with Jesus Christ the same origin. I know it's really hard for us. This is so abstract. I'm talking about spiritual concepts. It's just abstract for our mind and our senses. But I'm asking you to trust me, listen to me. Let's just take in what the Word of God says and let that simmer in your spirit. Now, you and I, 1 Corinthians also say, you and I, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. You and I, we are one with Jesus. We are one with Jesus. There is no differentiation. In fact, in my identity class, I even go further to say we are one, and that's what Jesus said, because he's one with the Father and the Spirit. We are one with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. We are one with them. So, this is our core design, okay? Now, I'm just using a little bit of, of um, analogy here. I, I refer to source code. What does it mean, source code? Source code is the source of a program, which is like the architect platform of a computer program containing declarations, statements, loops, acting as instructions for the program on how to function. So the source, code of, the source code of a computer program will tell the computer program how to function. It is like the core command center. The core command center. And this is what we are like. Guess what? You, you and I, you and I, if you're a born-again believer, you and I, we have the DNA of Jesus Christ. That is our source code. We are 100% just like Jesus in our born-again spirit being. We are his mini-me's, we are his reproductions, we, ha we are his replicas. Uh, recently, I had someone who objected to the use of the word mini-me. If you know me, I say it as it is. I say it as it is. You're a chip of the old block, 
whatever, all sorts of analogy. Basically, you are part of Jesus. You and I, we are united. We are the same as Jesus, and we are his mini-me's. We are his replicas. So, if Jesus calls himself, and he does, and we know that, and we say that all the time, and I've been playing the songs nonstop now, and we all know that he is called the king of kings, then we have the DNA of kings. We have the DNA of kings. A lot of time, you know, like in, for, for, for a long time in the church circles, we always say, oh, king of kings. Yeah, Jesus is the leader of all the political rulers in, rulers in the earthly realm. So we're thinking, oh, Jesus is a king over political leaders, and uh, it's nothing to do with us. No. No. If he says that he's the king of kings, and we have the same origin as him, and we have the same DNA, then that makes us kings. That makes you and I, we are kings. And then he goes on to say in Revelations 19.16, and he is on his robe and on his thigh, king of kings and lord of lords. And then Revelations 1.5, Jesus is ruler over kings of the earth. And Revelations 1, 6 and 5, 10, he has made us kings and priests to our God. So he made us to be kings and priests. We'll leave the priest side a little bit for a while, but he made us to be kings. He anointed us to be kings. And I always have to clarify this because I get a lot of comment on that. I get a lot of comments that, you know, why aren't you writing about queens? What about queens? Is it, it's not about the gender. It's not about the gender, people. It is about the fact that we have the DNA of Jesus Christ, who is the king of kings, and he's a king, and therefore we are kings. It's the mental, and it's inheriting what he has deposited inside of us. It's kings and priests not kings, queens, and priests. Are you struggling with knowing your purpose and higher calling in life? Did you know God wants you to be a strategic and powerful leader on this earth and to build wealth for the kingdom? Multimillionaire global investor Yi Schmidt wants to help you become all this and more. In this book, you will be activated in your identity as kings. Learn to boldly battle, succeed in life, and recover your ordained sphere of influence. Learn powerful keys to unlock wealth building for your family and God's kingdom. Be initiated into the lost tribe of kings, rising to reign and rule alongside Jesus, the King of Kings. This book will propel you to flourish in life and attain generational wealth. Are you ready?